morning, y'all. This is Dana from DAS Financial Aid Consulting Services, and I am so happy to be here with you today. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, today's show is going to be dedicated to the 2021-2022 award year in audit preparedness. I uh, wanted to uh, start off the, the new award year, which started yesterday. Uh, with a little bit of a a bang, if you will. Um, Most of us uh, should be aware as financial aid professionals that there was a big change that occurred back on June 17th with the removal of selective service and drug conviction requirements uh, for Title IV eligibility. Um, The Federal Register was posted and the effective date was June 17th. Implementation date is August 16th. Uh, If you have any files that are currently in the process of uh, having that C code cleared for either selective service confirmation or uh, the drug conviction, uh, you can actually go ahead and clear those without um, getting those confirmations now. Um, and again, that's just for those files that have been um, are in the process of being awarded. If for some reason you've awarded files and they've already received disbursement prior to June 17th, um, it's my understanding you're still going to have to resolve that selective service. But like I said, um, you if you have any questions regarding that, um, I would contact uh, the department directly. Um, just to um, get some guidance along that. But again, if they're in the process of being awarded, haven't been awarded yet, as of June 17th, you don't have to confirm that selective service or um, get that uh, drug conviction information that we normally were required to get. So that is the big update. Now, again, as you know, uh, yesterday um, kicked off the 2021-22 award year. And uh, I wanted to just share with you that uh, I reviewed quite a few files this week and there were over a dozen files that I could not uh, process because of the fact that the 2021-2022 FAFSAs, the students have not completed their FAFSAs yet. I'd like to remind everyone that the FAFSA for 21-22 became available back on October 1st to 2020. Uh, So it's really imperative that the 2021-2022 FAFSAs be completed sooner rather than later. Um, I also like to remind everyone the main reason for that is is because of the fact that the Pell Grant increased by $150 for the 21-22 award year. Uh, So if you have students that already received a portion of their Pell Grant from 20, the 2020-2021 file and are now looking to receive additional aid and are still going to be in school for the payment period that crossed over from the 2020-21 to 21-22 as of yesterday, I highly recommend you get that aid out of the 21-22. As long as it's greater than, you know, the EFC is lower than what was the 
2020-2021. If you have any questions regarding that, by all means, uh, I'm available for questions. You can send me an email at my email address, which is danderson at dasfinanciallyconsultingservices.com. Um, and also, I'm available to uh, send direct messages as well um, via LinkedIn. Uh, you can look me up as under Dana Anderson. Um, I also have a page uh, set up for the business, and that is under Financial Aid Compliance Solutions and DAS Financial Aid Consulting Services. Um, also on Facebook as well. Uh, so you can send me a, a message through the uh, business page um, as well, which is DAS Financial Aid Consulting Services. So that's a little bit of information regarding the 21-22 awards year. Now, as far as audit preparedness goes, I want to just uh, remind everyone that uh, your deadline for the 2019-2020 direct loans, the closeout is occurring on July 30th. So make sure that you're up to date with that. If you have closeout letters that you've been received and you use third-party servicers, your third-party servicers, um, I think typically um, will do the closeout for you. But if uh, they do not, then just make sure that you're aware um, and up to date on that deadline. Also, I'd like to um, make sure everybody is working to get their 2020-2021 files that are in process. If there's any corrections that need to be made on those ICERs uh, to get the um, files awarded. And again, that's for all students that began, say, January to July 1st, if you need to award those 2020-2021 files, they haven't been awarded yet and they're still in a, a situation of where ICER corrections are needed, you want to make sure you get those corrected soon. And the reason for that is because the deadline's coming up on September 11th. That's what's posted in the electronic announcements on FSA Partners. Um, but I will tell you from experience that that date is subject to change and they will not announce it. Um, I know this is several years ago that I was trying to uh, implement a couple of uh, corrections on a, an award year that was closing out. And uh, all of a sudden, the, the I wasn't able to make those corrections. And uh, when I called CPS to find out why, because it was prior to the deadline that they had published in the handbook, um, I found out that it had been closed out and that they technically, you know, don't have to uh, put the announcement out any further. And I can kind of see why. Um, by that time, those files should have really been taken care of. And um, as we all know, too, the uh, September 30th deadline's coming up for Pell Grant to be um, dispersed, awarded uh, and dispersed for uh, those 2020-2021 files. So uh, there's a lot of uh, deadlines that we need to keep in mind and I'll keep reminding everyone, but I just wanted to um, put it out there that, you know, if, now that we know and I understand um, for some of us, summer's, you know, full of vacations for most employees. Um, it also is um, a time when we've also got um, 
are enrolling new enrolling classes coming in um, for the career in technical schools. Some of you have uh, monthly enrollments. Some of you have biweekly enrollments. Um, so it's important that we keep um, keep up to date on those files. Um, just a little bit about the program that I launched last month, Financial Aid Compliance Solutions. Um, it was uh, very successful. I want to thank everybody for their support. And if anyone's interested in participating in the program, uh, feel free to contact me via my email address for details. And I also want to announce that starting next Friday, um, I am going to be hosting a 30-minute live Q&A via Zoom uh, that begins at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. So if anyone is interested in uh, participating in that, you can contact me also via email to get registration information. Unless you are part of our newsletter, and the newsletter is actually going to be going out today. Um, with all that information as well. So again, if anybody's interested, um, just feel free to email me or direct message me on the social media pages and I'll be happy to um, provide you with that information. Uh, let's see, the other um, information I'd like to also just go over quickly is regarding, um, we have uh, some great scholarship opportunities uh, through scholarships360.org. I know that um, today I was perusing through what they have posted lately um, for uh, scholarships, and there's there's ample scholarships out there, not only for high school seniors, high school juniors, but there's also for scholar uh, college students, uh, graduate students, scholarships special for women, and some are easy to apply for. So um, check out scholarships360.org for scholarships. I, I highly recommend that you um, try to utilize as much free money that you can obtain for your college education and use loans as a secondary source um, so that you can um, be able to afford your college education without debt and guiding your students to through scholarships360.org will also help um, your institution as well because as we know with career and technical schools cohort default rates um, can make or break um, your uh, title for eligibility participation in the program. Uh, NASFA just recently tweeted out too that um, the 2021-2022 self-study guides are available as downloadable PDF documents. So if um, you are interested in, in obtaining those documents, you're going to want to go to NASFA and uh, get that information. And uh, there's also an update um, from federal student aid regarding uh, TEACH grants. And that uh, tweet went out yesterday, I believe. Yes, yesterday late um, at 5 p.m. And basically, it's uh, if you got a TEACH grant, they recently made program changes to provide you with additional benefits and flexibilities. Uh, so if you want to learn more about that, either follow Federal Student Aid on Twitter or you can go to go.usa.gov forward slash x. 6SGC. 
and that will um, give you some guidelines regarding that. Um, basically, I can I can quickly go over that the cer certification requirements, um, the teacher education assistance for college and higher education teach grant will no longer be converted into a direct unsubsidized loan if you don't certify that you have begun teaching or intend to begin teaching within 120 days of graduating or withdrawing from school. Your teach grant won't be converted to a loan until you don't have enough time to complete the required four years of service within the eight-year period. And it also indicates you're still required to submit a completed teaching certification after each academic year of service for a total of four completed certifications within the eight-year service obligation period. The expanded flexibilities are there are now additional reasons for which your service obligation may be suspended for a period of time. There are also additional reasons for which you may teach for less than a full academic year but still receive full credit for that year. Um, grouping service obligations, some conditions in which you may have previously had multiple teaching service obligations, such as if you were in multiple undergraduate programs, have been eliminated by grouping undergraduate service obligations together and graduate service obligations together where possible. And teach grant conversion. If you decide not to teach in a qualifying school or a high need field or otherwise decide not to complete the required service obligation, you can request to have your TEACH grant converted to a direct unsubsidized loan. That way, you can begin repayment immediately instead of waiting for the loan conversion to happen because you ran out of time to complete the four-year service obligation within the eight-year period. Requesting the conversion earlier would save you money on interest payments. If you think your TEACH grant was converted to a loan in error, you can ask the U.S. Department of Education to reconsider the conversion, i.e. reconsideration. The, reconsider excuse me, the reconsideration process is now open to all TEACH grant recipients whose grants have been converted to loans. You will need to provide documentation to support your reconsideration request. So that's an overview of what the changes are for the TEACH grant. And uh, for those of you that um, would like further information on that, again, um, you can go to the link that has been provided um, to you. Um, also, I would highly recommend that you um, contact studentaid.gov. Um, that's where you can get all that information. And I know I'll be um, sharing this as well on my social media a little bit later um, today too, so you'll get access to the link. So that is an overview of uh, the latest and greatest updates coming in from the department these past couple of weeks. I hope everybody's well, um, getting ready to enjoy um, America's birthday. And uh, for those of you, again, that are interested um, in becoming part of the show, uh, feel free to contact me. I would love to have you come in as a, a co-host um, or a guest speaker. Um, also, you can always feel free to call in, ask questions. And if you have questions and you're a little shy and you don't want to uh, be on the air, by all means, just uh, go ahead and send me an email and I'll be more than happy to um, 
answer that question live on the air um, on the next show, which will be next week. And as always, thank you again for your uh, support and participation. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. So with having said all that, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Enjoy the holiday and take care. We'll talk to you soon.